you know, it's that tenacity, I think, that we stick with it until the job gets done and they're super happy. And I'm Maud Leger, and this is the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we crack the code to real estate success. Learn from realtors, entrepreneurs, innovators about how to grow your business as we discuss real estate success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Subscribe to our podcast, Realtors Conspiracy, today. This week, I'm speaking with Jason Jacobs, who works with his wife, Renee, from last week's interview, also from the Home Team Realty Group. Jason trusts that by doing the right thing and going above and beyond, clients will keep coming and referring. Find out how a laid-back approach based on service works wonders in real estate. Let's get to my chat with Jay. Let's jump right in, Jason. Tell us how can realtors stay on top of their game? Being honest with people and that level of service. Usually up by seven o'clock. So if somebody texts me at seven in the morning or 10 at night, the chances are they're going to get a response. And that's usually seven days a week, which sometimes is taxing, but the phone's pretty well glued to us. Um, I think that that's the key thing is people, at the end of the day, want to deal with people they feel they can trust and that's honest. And um, that's translating well with us because I would say 98% of our business is all repeat and very rare we get called into like competitive listing appointments. Yeah. Uh, so that, that could be a good or bad thing, but I like the way it is the way it is now. So nice. How would you say realtors can leverage their listings once they have a listing to get the next listing? So in the past, when we've, uh, we don't, we haven't done a lot of like actual door knocking. Well, uh, so the 95% of our business, which before was repeat and referral. The other 5% was actually ad call conversions. So it might even been a little higher if I drilled down, maybe it's eight. So that hasn't happened as much, obviously when the market, uh, but under normal circumstances, when we're, you know, 30 to 40 days on market, Typically, people are calling, they don't realize the benefits of having a buyer's agent, or maybe they think there's some benefit of commission benefit or something calling direct. So they call us direct. And then if we're not able to sell them that property, which happens a fact of the time we double end it, but a lot of times if we can establish a rapport with them, um, usually we will pick them up as buyers. Um, you know, and then whenever we're working with buyers, we never have them sign a buyer's wrap agreement. You know, I hear people say, we've never done that, never will do that. Mm -hmm. That comes back to that service. We have to get it signed prior to any offer submission, but we uh, will always, uh, you know, continue to provide that level of service right until it's necessary. Yeah. You talk about a level of service. What do you offer your clients that is uh, extra or going above and beyond for you? So we, we do really whatever it takes. Obviously, there's the whole marketing component. So a lot of it goes down to that pre-consultation and the honesty perspective again to you. So I think homes are selling now if they're priced right and now take away sort of the games where people weigh under lists and hold off on offers. But under normal circumstances, it's going to come down to price and presentation. So I think that presentation point is key. Um, people want to buy homes that look like model homes. So a lot of times we'll go in and we might give them a, an A to Z laundry list. Okay, do this, this, and this, uh, you know, paint, change out flooring, 
uh, change your countertop, change your, you know, builder grade electrical fixtures, door handles and hinges. We'll say at the end of the day, you can decide what you want to do or not do. It's up to you entirely. And, and, but it may affect how the property gets sold. So once kind of that, once they decide to do that, staging has been a key component. So either we will outsource it or we'll, uh, Renee's amazing at it, my wife. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll do some light staging with, uh, you know, pillows and dressing up bedrooms and accessories and pictures. And, and then obviously the, the presentation side is, you know, interior, exterior picks. But now what we're doing for almost all of our listings, I think uh, video is really important. Um, and that's usually the lead in on uh, realtor.ca too. So that's the first thing people see is the video. To go back again, like I've dug holes for septic inspections in the middle of winter. We've moved <laughs> furniture for clients. We've, you know, and actually when I was doing that, I had a previous client of mine who's next door walk out and he says, you know, like nobody will do this. So it's just, and, and I'm not saying that arrogant way, but we just, we really do whatever it takes. Uh, yeah, like we're, we're an extension of them, right? We're living. Yeah. Lots of times we wake up in the middle of the night worried about what's happening or it's on our minds. Mm. We, yeah. Yeah. So that's that. That's cheaper than making a sale. Yeah. That's going above and beyond and yeah. giving it everything you got at all times. That's. Yeah. Yeah. I just finished a real exhaustive buying search. I met them about a year ago. We probably looked at, I don't know, 30, 40 homes in Grimsby, put in four offers here then they switched to Burlington which is even a more chaotic market uh probably five six offers and then they finally won one so you know it's that tenacity I think that we stick with it until the job gets done and they're super happy and they were one of the clients that listened to us a to z on the listing side and we yeah, yeah we knocked it out of the park and just far surpassed their expectations so nice. that's, that's always a good feeling that's amazing. Then you get the referrals and the next business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it just grows organically from there too. So. Yeah. Very cool. So Renee was on the podcast before you and she was talking about your entrepreneur background. So your business mindset, do you want to tell us more about that? Uh, yeah, nothing too exciting. I started, uh, like when I finished school in 96, I moved out to Vancouver and I was on like an internship at an ad agency and met up with someone at that time. So I was about 24, he was about 44 and he had some uh, sporting goods stores in Sudbury that he sold and, and we, we started a herbal cough drop business. Nice. Uh, you know, made no money, grounded out some of the real estate, you know, we're working 50, 60 hours a week, but he had a young family and he basically dropped his life savings on the line. So oh. pretty important to, uh, to make sure I did everything in my, in my power to, to make sure it succeeded and and then it it, it did did decent like it did well and then uh, did that for about four years and i moved home to windsor got involved in a family automotive business which i wasn't super about and then ended up buying back into my previous business and then eventually renee and i bought it out which was pretty nuts because we were we financed the entire thing off line of credit and credit card we had two young babies and uh so it was yeah, I've put her through the ringer a little bit. Let's put it <laughs> off now. And yeah, we've done some diversification and things like that too. So uh, I love what I do now. So, and, you know, our kids are 17 and 15 now and they're talking about, you know, what 
school or university and the one thing we try and reiterate is whatever you do make sure you love it so i haven't worked a day in real estate in my life ever woke up and felt uh, dreaded that i go show this house or do that uh i love every minute of it. it's not work for me uh and i think it kind of coincides personally with my personality where you know it's you know it's it's and I don't want to sound too too bad, but it's like uh, you know you hunt, you kill, and then you move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. My life once we sold to you know shoppers or Walmart or stuff like that, it it was boring. Like it was extremely exciting developing the product, beating the major companies out for shelf space. But once it was there, it's like yeah, okay, we're just we're just filling orders. It wasn't you know you go see the buyer once a year. It wasn't super exciting. Or this is a new 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 set of personalities, new. Uh, new challenge each time um so that that like i love that yeah what kind of business attributes did you bring from the business world to the real estate world the hard work but i'm sure everybody says that but it's true like it, it is 24 7 yeah um and uh you know i like to think the branding side of it we've done a branding side or you guys have done on the branding side um so um yeah i think those would be two things probably yeah very cool and if you're thinking about real real estate and realtors what are three things that every realtor should be doing to grow their business oh gosh good question so like when we moved here and i started in real estate 11 years ago i only knew one family so it was a lot different than where we were able to do open houses i actually did video like 10 years ago before anybody else was doing it and that one uh comfrey that we are one for sale by owner i converted we made like tons of business off that because i just did open houses all the time i met people helped them buy something list their price and it just kind of spun out from there so to answer your question um i would say like reach out to friends and family for sure when you're starting and especially now like don't get down on yourself just keep working or find different ways like now it's tough right because the market's really hot so you know i would find another realtor that's maybe by themselves and maybe think about joining their team or tell them you know you'll handle their ad calls a lot of times when you you get up there and you're just focused more on listing you don't want to over go to ad calls so just like pivot and and think of ways where uh their opportunities may exist to so i think we've done a lot throughout the year same with simon who we work with getting entrenched in the community. So mm-hmm. we moved here. I've always coached soccer. I've coached hockey. Uh, Renee's been involved with uh, the soccer board. So as I, Simon was past president of, of Grimsby Minor Hockey. So we've got really entrenched in the community. So I think people probably know us more from that. And then, uh, so we do, you know, your traditional newspaper advertising in Niagara this week. So I think people, you know, people are always interested in real estate. They want to see what's happening and what now I've been doing a bit more of a push for social marketing. So we've, um, we've got someone kind of handling that for us. So that, that part's been going well too. Nice. Very cool. Signs to obviously people see like oftentimes people say, Oh, we see your signs everywhere. They might just flattering us, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> they do see some, so. Yeah. Very cool. And then if you think about your involvement in the community, what do you get out of it? Like other than like you get real estate deals and you get the fulfillment of it. Oh yeah. Like I, again, that's something else I love. I've never once want to 
any practice or game or anything and thought, oh man, like I got to go do this. Like I just, it, it's a nice outlet or something different real estate. So, uh, and I always, yeah, I love developing practice plans and going to the games and watching the kids grow up. And now we're seeing them turn into young adults. So nice. uh, it's pretty awesome. And then just the, you know, the friendships we've made along the way with parents and, and the kids themselves. So nice. Very cool. What's the best advice you've ever received as a realtor? Somebody that we used to work with, the best advice, probably he said, you, you kind of have to be like Teflon. You got to let things roll off you. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you can get really wrapped up in, in like this situation on the weekend where the, the person backed out, like maybe five, six years ago, I would have got all wound up. But it's like, okay, it's, you know, it is what it is. You can't we can kick and scream and threaten legal action and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, we just got to get back on our horse and move. Yeah. It's easier said than done. Sometimes we're in very stressful situations where, uh, you know, divorce, unfortunately, or, uh, you know, death. So there's a lot of different things you can encounter, but uh, yeah, just try and try and let things roll off. You as roll much. Off. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. a good one. What, uh, what are you excited coming up in the future in the industry? not so much industry, but I'm just, I'm excited about, um, the fact that we're growing our team a little bit, we're diversifying a little bit, yeah. uh, personally and selfishly, I'm a bit excited about maybe trying to get some time back where, uh, <laughs> we try and dial it back a little bit and take, take time for ourselves or, or start taking vacations, which we haven't had in years. So, yeah. um, I'll be 50 this year. So I'm looking kind of in a, five-year range where I want to start scaling back a little bit um just yeah life's going by pretty quick so it's all I, I think everybody's always looking for that balance totally just trying to find that balance with what makes sense and keeping everybody happy so. nice very cool one thing that comes back to me related to the business thing and, it, and it's funny because my my partner in Vancouver when it, when I you know started with him and and it and it's so true now is he he always said to me jay the first five years you feed the business so you give the business everything the next five years you feed the business it feeds you you're gonna, you're gonna feed it but you're gonna start seeing some come back the next five years the business feeds you so i'm a year 11 now and we're not like when we first started we would oh it's father's day you want to go see a place out in oakville yeah a Fort Erie go like so we are running all over the place just for any business now we're at that point where it's nice where it's coming to us and it's yeah I just talked to him a few weeks ago and it and it's so true like that we're at that point now where we've put a lot in now now it you know now it's come back to us so it's nice been a great ride and uh I don't think I'll ever retire uh you know that's the nice thing about our business is that we want to scale it back and you know offer a little bit here or there we can we can do that right we can just yeah. decide who we're working with or, or if other people you know we could pass pass the leads along to other people on our team and kind of keep it in-house and oversee it but we're maybe not doing the day-to-day -day thing so that's why i really love the flux because i don't know if i'll ever completely shut it down it's just nice very cool thank mm. you so much thanks for sharing all of yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. awesome thanks so much appreciate you having me on thank you